Thank you for listening to Spiritual Teachings with Shunyamurti, recorded live at the Sat Yoga Ashram in Costa Rica. To join us for a life-changing meditation retreat, or to make a donation to support this transformational work, please visit our website, www.satyoga.org. To access more teachings or guided meditations from Shunyamurti, please visit the members section of our website or our YouTube channel, Sat Yoga Institute. Namaste. <clears throat> because we can assume that pretty much everyone from every background is touched by trauma, and that much of that trauma has never been processed, or at least incompletely processed in whatever sort of therapeutic uh, ambiance one has entered into. Because at some point, most therapies become a collusion between the unprocessed traumas of the therapist and those of the client. Mm -hmm. That there will always be an area that the therapist cannot enter into, and so this will be avoided. And it will become uh, something other than an exploration of truth. And it's this that we must be on guard against in this work of Atmanology that we do here and be able to bring up whatever needs to be seen and spoken of and processed and transcended. And it's the most difficult aspect of our work, but this is the essence of alchemy. And it is this kind of an alchemical process in which we start with that negredo, that dark shadow energy that the soul doesn't want to even admit is present and work with it and gradually transform it into the philosopher's stone, into the diamond in the heart of the lotus. That must be willing and able to deal with the toxic energies of the repressed ego. And through that transformation of those energies, open the portal to the real spirit. Because we live in a world of general, generalized trauma, the only way that the, the souls of such beings can be recuperated and, and healed is to work outside of any of the constructs of society. A completely different kind of social structure has to be created that does not trigger those same traumas, or if it triggers them, it, it processes them at the same time and doesn't, uh, doesn't deny them, but works with everything that arises in consciousness and finds its inner meaning and significance and raises it to the, uh, the reverence that it deserves as a part of the wounded self that alone is capable of turning into the wisdom and the power and the light uh, 
of a true healer. And in the, the tribal societies, it was always those who were most wounded and traumatized who became the shamans. But only after they worked through that trauma on a vision quest and transcended it through their own process of death and rebirth. And as every spiritual lineage teaches, there is no way around that death and rebirth. But the death of the traumatized ego cannot happen until there has been a complete examination, an autopsy, you could say, of that structure, that logic, the traumatized images and energies that only through a knowledge that is without duality. In other words, one must not only own the trauma, one must be the trauma in order to then dissolve it. It can't be an object that's still separate from you that you're looking at through a microscope or in some way uh, feeling is a, uh, an inanimate uh, memory or, or something that has no relationship to you. No, it has roots that go deep within your own soul. And so by being that trauma and allowing it to speak from its roots in your soul, you can reach those roots. And those roots will take you to the essence of your eternal and undefiled self. But there has to be that willingness to encounter fully without duality, those energies of the shadow and turn them into light through love. So that's all I have to say about that issue, but that is in a sense a, a cornerstone of our methodology here. And I think without the willingness to enter into the roots of trauma and the darkness, the black hole at the core of the egoic identity, we can never reach the light for real. We can get glimmers of it. We can have experiences of pseudo or crypto non-duality for moments, but we won't be able to abide as the real self until we have gone all the way through that darkness through the valley of the shadow of death, as the Bible puts it. And in our process of meditation, which is inwardization, we will encounter all of these elements in one way or another, but we will also encounter the supramental angelic forces of love and light that are also present in the same way that the prophet going through the valley of the shadow of death held the rod and the staff of God and therefore would fear no evil. And it's that faith and that surrender to the source of goodness and of love 
that enables us to transform the non-goodness, the evil, the toxic feelings that have been implanted and have festered in the depths of our soul and that have brought about this structural splitting of the ego into a Jekyll and Hyde kind of structure in which the toxic part is repressed, but repressed only from the knowledge of the conscious mind so it can have plausible deniability about its own ulterior motives that it's split off unconscious still pursues without let up and can pursue in a sadistic way or a masochistic way or in any permutation thereof. And so it's this split off nature of consciousness that if you meditate only with the conscious mind's frame of reference, you'll never reach and your, your meditation will never go very deep. You have to heal that split so that both Jekyll and Hyde die and the real self is reborn. And it's because of the resistance to facing this split off internalized darkness that the various kinds of techniques have been formulated to help people who are beginning meditation to calm down the anxieties that tend to arise. People think, oh, I want to meditate to become more peaceful, but very often what happens is you become more anxious when you sit to meditate. And that's because you're getting closer to those repressed shadow forces. And so we need to be able to face them knowing in advance that they're there in the same way that the hunter with the spear knows that he's gonna meet the lion and is prepared for that. But we must also do that with love and compassion for ourselves and for our own traumatized inner child energies and to uh, be able to come with the peace that passeth understanding, that is forgiving and is all accepting, no matter of what label of toxicity or evil or unworthiness that we may have put on different fragments of our consciousness, including other people projecting such, uh, such statuses upon these fragments of our consciousness. And through that acceptance, those aggressive energies that were provoked into aggression through adverse circumstances and those depressed energies that were made hopeless and depressed because of the inability to have an authentic relationship perhaps in one's family system can be finally 
healed of their wounds and turn into the capacity to be a healer. Thank you for listening to the Spiritual Teachings with Shunyamurti podcast. For more information on programs and retreats, click on the calendar section of our website, www.satyoga.org. Our work is made possible by the generous support of our listeners, viewers, and members. To make a donation, please visit the donate page of our website. We thank you for your support in our mission to share this timeless wisdom with the world. Namaste.